0: I've been busy as fuck this week. I only have two reviews, and this show is going to be completely short this week. Do I want it to be short? No. Uh, did I work on the show? No. Fuck no. Uh, did I read anything? Not really. Did I write anything? Kind of, sort of. What's up, guys? This is Sholomaridueña, Miguel Diaz from Cobra Kai. This is Jacob Bertrand. I play Hawk, and you're listening to the Comic Syndicate. Woo! Mm-hmm. This is Luscious Lou, and I listen to the Comic Syndicate. If you love comics-, comics, you'll be into it. Listen to the Comic Syndicate. If movies make you contemplate, just science will accommodate. Twitter for communication, at comics Syndicate one I was drowning in a sea of podcasts, and I found the one I need at long last. Book reviews, the news, and sex facts. It's more than anyone can ask for, the Comics Syndicate the Kid Podcast. Ooh, the Comics Syndicate the Kid Podcast. Ooh, the Comics in the Kid Podcast. Yeah, yeah, the Comics Syndicate. the Kid Welcome to the Comic Syndicate, episode 341. I'm your host, Josias, at For the villain on Twitter, at Comic underscore on Instagram. Welcome back to another show, guys. I much appreciate it, like always. And let's hit it like we normally do. What we spoke about 100 episodes ago, episode 241, I entitled Hashtag Christmas Crossover. This one was recorded Monday, December 28th, 2018. This one, welcome to our first holiday podcast mashup. As a 2-O-C crew alan flores and anton duong join my boy rg flores and i at for the villain representing the comic syndicate and deep dives and rabbit holes as we all take a trip down hashtag first world problems everyone has a list but not everyone is aware of them or themselves join us as we all take a trip down that rabbit hole as we discuss and bash each other on our petty viewpoints which most people wouldn't like to look at could you Dig on the 2OC boys, please find and follow these dope cats. Alright, this one, I remember, it was obviously a crossover. The 2OC podcast boys, Anton and Alan, I fucking love these guys. Um, They left me a dope drop for episode, Jesus fucking Christ, by now episode 200, or maybe even 100. And the way I look at things is milestones. So when you're reading comics, when you're watching shows, it's like uh, episode 50 is a big deal. Episode 100 is a big deal. Uh For me now looking at my numbers, I'm looking at uh, episode 350 is right around the fucking corner. Guess what? It's a fucking milestone. And I like to do special things for milestones. Now what that consists of right now on the books for me, zero fucking idea. But um, this one was a cool one. These guys are very cool. Anton and Alan, uh, great guys, great friends of mine. I used to record RG Flores is Alan's brother from the 202 podcast. I'm just going to give you guys some quick context. If you guys are old listeners, you guys have heard this. And you guys have heard my co-hosts, many of my co-hosts in the past. And currently, these guys have kids now and recently have had kids It's weird how when you get older and when I don't think I have enough time on my hands, having a kid, I know how much can take away from your time getting married. I understand these things. So the past few years I've seen Alan get married. And and actually I was at both of their weddings, really. Anton getting married to Julie and Alan getting married uh, to his lady and Martha. And to see their kids kind of grow up in a weird way. So these guys don't record anymore because of that. But I still love these guys because they gave me love and they would have me on their show all the fucking time, which I'm I'm a talker. So that was cool. But the fact that these guys, I guess, I don't, it's not, I'm not going to take all the credit. Like they are best friends and they asked for advice on and input on the show and how to run a show and all the ins and outs, which was dope. It goes back to them again, the context I still talk to to these guys all the time. We have a summer movie draft. Alan puts it together. If you guys are into sports, it's fantasy football, literally, but with movies. And we do this every fucking summer. I've won five out of the past, fuck, maybe 10 years. And Carl is another great friend of mine. Uh, He works at my office and he won last year. The goal this year, we got sent the list of movies for 2024. And there's only like 25 fucking movies. And if you guys want more input on that, I'll, I'll, I'm will i pretty sure I'm going to toss it out eventually. But I just want to keep you up and up to date context wise on why are you talking about these guys? Because I love them and I still talk to them. Um And they aren't recording anymore and I hit them up on the side like motherfuckers. Like you guys are fucking good. Like I miss having somebody to record with. So the fact that you motherfuckers have someone to record with record and fucking do it and because they're married and because they have granted babies now they don't get to record anymore and it's an unfortunate thing because they were really fucking good and really great guys so anyways um i guess babies let's talk about babies real quick i've been busy as fuck this week i only have two reviews and this show is going to be completely short this week do i want it to be short no Uh, did I work on the show? No. Fuck no. Uh, did I read anything? Not really. Did I write anything? Kind of, sort of. Did you work on the show, Josias? Proper fuck no, dude. Two days ago, barely looked at it and started pulling up information and getting my, my brainstorming, my, my synopsis, everything going. But did I think I could have enough to put out a show? And I was really going to put a show, this show, this week's show, episode 241, on the back burner. Like, fuck, I did not do anything. And I have one podcast that I recorded with Adam um, that I can use as a filler. And I'm like, you know what, fuck it, just drop an intro real quick, just talk about it, Josias, and then bail. and then, you know, put out that that show you guys did that no one has heard of unless you listen to the Comics and 30s podcast. And then thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I have zero things to work with. And I started thinking about it and I'm like, that's more than enough for you to work with Josias and weird and ambitious and cocky and stupid all in one boat because the question of the week is going to be fucking odd this week. And it's going to be based on something. Again, one of the reviews, so if you guys are new to the show, I ask a question of the week, and I had zero put out, and it made sense to kind of come up with a random one on this show, and you're going to hit it. So uh, Twitter love shout-ups real quick. Uh, first of all, let's hit up, uh, actually, first one I got hit up off of last week's episode, episode 241, Sleep, and Who Needs It, or something like that. When it comes, and this is all all from Eric Lopez, and I love Eric, and the next one is going to be from Alex, and I love you guys. I love when you guys give me feedback. You guys have not given me hate mail yet. Come on, guys, tell me how bad I'm doing. Tell me how bad I'm sounding. Tell me I'm rushing through things. Tell me I'm going off too long in a tangent. I don't mind. I want to share everything with you guys, which. I always do. Eric says, when it comes to sleeping, I have that 9 p.m. bedtime and then I wait for my BP med. I'm assuming bipolar, right, Eric? I believe we've had that conversation before. I'm always sorry, Eric. You know I love you. It's never malicious for me to talk about these things, as well as melatonin. I'll wake up about, uh, about a couple of times, mainly to go take a leak or to roll over. I end up waking up around five a.m. or right before. I tend to try to remember the dreams. uh, I'm sorry, the dreams I had before I actually get going. Okay, interesting. First of all, because I love melatonin, and I don't think it puts me out quick enough or soon enough. And when I do take melatonin, because it's natural, um, I I try to. Relax and ride it out. So, when they say, like, just take two gummies or take three gummies, I'll take like five, six gummies. But I don't like to rely on anything. And that's weird. And Eric, I get what you're saying because I do wake up several times to use the restroom. Look, I'm getting fucking old. I'm 43. So, I'd wake up several times to use the restroom proper. When I go back into bed, I'm able to knock out, for the most part, right away. Normally the second pee break I take, piss break, sorry to be, you know, um, I was going to say vulgar, but I'm vulgar as fuck. So when I take a piss my second time, I always know what time it is, not looking at the time and the way I am when I sleep as well, which was interesting because people in my personal life are like, you go to sleep at X fucking time. Yes. Um, Every time I wake up the second time, I always know what time it is, not looking at the time. And when I have trouble sleeping, I go back and lay down and I try not to wake anyone up. I've always been like this as a kid. Well, no, that's bullshit. As a kid, child, as a child, 13, I'll say, um, I would kick my feet and, and like kind of toss and turn and like be angry and like pull my covers and like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like I can't go to, like that's how I was before. Now, as an adult, especially when you start sleeping with people proper, um, girlfriends, you know, whomever it is, your significant others, um, I always try never to keep them up. Like, just because I can't sleep doesn't mean I have to keep the person, my partner, up with me as well. A lot of, no offense, uh, 99% of my ex girlfriends uh, have always done that just because they're miserable not being able to go to sleep. They toss and turn and they pull those things where it's like, I can't sleep tonight. It's like, dude, dickhead, just because you can't sleep doesn't mean <laughs> you need to keep me up. Hence why I am the way I am now. And I know it sounds weird and, and odd, but that's the way I am. Eric, thank you, um, melatonin I love the fuck out of I need to pick way more up, but um yeah. So that's the first one. Okay, second one's going to be Alex. And Alex says, episode 340. Agreed. AI seems good for research and the dirty labor, but not for the creative process. I'll take machines for the grunt work, not the thinking. Also, if you ever need the messages, again, I write these down in notes so I can send them whenever you need them. So thank you. He continues on. My sleep schedule got fucked up, but my hours and quality of sleep are good. I feel well rested. Oh, Alex, dude, when you get older, dude, it's going to get so much fucking worse. And I don't mean to sound like a dickhead. Um, So several things he brings up the sleep. Dude, Alex, you're what, 22, 23? I want to say 22. Um, I love you and I love talking to you. So your input from from Eric being my age and as we get older, we kind of need more help. Yeah, I know. It sounds weird. We need more help because we're old. Help me cross the street. Not that. And then Alex, where you're young, you're spry, you should be full of fucking energy, a ball of fucking energy. You should be able to run and gun with three hours of sleep a night because you're young. When you get older, though, it has an adverse effect where I I know I need more sleep, but I know I can run and gun with fucking three hours of sleep at my fucking age and still run circles around 99% of people that I see in my life. That's the way I feel. And it sounds terrible. And going back to the AI thing, dude, yes, the the grunt work, yes. Um, I totally agree. And I had to pull this one up because I love this artist. So this name of this artist is Greg Capullo. And Greg Capullo used to draw a Spawn way back in the day. He used to draw X-Force way back in the day. And he had put this up literally when I dropped the last one about uh, Skynet, which is weird. And he says, I'll never use AI. And he put this on Twitter X, and this is Greg Capullo's words again. I'll never use AI to create art. Actual intelligence has gotten me this far and will continue to carry me to the end. And that's kind of the odd way I feel about AI. So, Granted, Alex, thank you for touching on both points. You get plenty of sleep. And I love when people get plenty of sleep. Like, sometimes I'm jealous. Like, fuck, dude. You get that much sleep? Tell me how beautiful that is. And then I talk to my sister. So when you have no time on your fucking hands and you go visit your sister on a Sunday to go visit your baby nephew because you want to be present. And I was going to take my laptop over to her house today. I literally just got back from her house and I cooked for them at at their house and um, to just be present. Like I I was going to take my laptop and I'm like, no, Dick, like you shouldn't be working on anything. Spend time with your family, spend time with your sister, Leabeth, spend time with her boyfriend, Johnny, and spend time with baby Johnny. And, um, it was dope, dude. It had a great fucking time. This kid for being born, geez, three months premature, two and a half months premature. Um, and to see him thrive now and to be such a happy and he's getting chunky is a beautiful thing to see. So I'm going to talk about a few things from there. Now this week in particular, um, like always, I'm finding little and little time to read properly and, uh, break down the, write the show, honestly, write the show, pull up my laptop and and just get to fucking work. And it's weird because I shouldn't ever feel like that. Um, but it, it is a grind to, and it's You really have to be disciplined to do it. This week, though, um, this is another bullet point I'm going to go into. I'm going to talk about something I haven't spoken about in the longest time. People a lot of times ask me, are you a gamer? And guys, you're going to ride this boat with me (laughs) because I don't have a lot of reviews. Um, But just I believe I'm a storyteller. Are you a gamer, Josiah? And then I'm like, oh, I used to be a gamer. I just don't have the time to play video games anymore. I don't get to enjoy it as much as I did when I was younger. So when I first started the Comic Syndicate with Adam, Adam Garza from the Comics and Ds podcast, we got invited to the GameStop, the GameStop Expo. So that was fucking very cool. When it's a game, game expo, dude. And I realized that day you're not a fucking gamer anymore, dude, because we're getting schooled and spanked up in different games that are available. And we got to get a few interviews, but to know and realize back then, like, I'm not a fucking gamer. Like, I I don't know these games. I don't play these. I don't have, even back then, I didn't have the time. So when there, we finally came across a cabinet, um, joystick cabinet of Street Fighter, all these youngsters are, I mean, there's always a line for Street Fighter. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I can smoke these fucking kids. And I was a quarter generation fucking kid. So to start putting, not even a quarters, because everything, you know, like the way it's set up, everything's for fucking free. But like old school joystick cabinets. I'm going somewhere with the story, by the way, guys. And to start destroying fucking kids on fucking street fighter like destroying them Where it's like dude can i play another one no one's in line right now fuck yeah dude i'll even do you one better dude choose any fucking character all right choose fucking Dawson. you can't beat me with Dawson. smoking everyone left and right and it sounds stupid it sounds corny but speaking about games like this this is something i've been wanting to talk about in a weird way because No one has been talking about this thing in particular, this game in particular. So, uh, I am a, I'm not a gamer proper. I'm a retro gamer and a casual gamer. So I don't have to play every day. Um, I like to, and the retro gaming aspect means I like the old school games I grew up with and grew up on. And um, I, I just love it. So... It's hard to come across those ones unless you mod your systems. Mod old uh, PSPs, old DSs, any of those systems, even Super Nintendos. Like, you can mod them out to download all the games I used to grow up with. Like, I'm that weird gamer. I'm a retro fucking gamer. Youngsters don't know what that world is because back then when I was a kid playing games, playing video games... And growing up with my brothers, Moses, Jonathan, and playing proper NES, proper Atari games. The games back then, side-scrollers, are so much fucking harder than the games kids are playing fucking nowadays. Like, um, that's great, your graphics are fucking fantastic, and you have VR shit. But try passing Mega Man 3, dickhead. Like, try fucking passing that fucking game. Try passing Castlevania fucking 2. Like, try try fucking Metroid, the original fucking um, try passing uh, Zelda, Legend of Zelda, the original fucking copy, and tell me like they don't have the balls to, to play. They're so much harder. And I know if you guys are younger than me, you guys are probably thinking, oh, well, I'm playing this game right now, but it's extra hard. That's great. That's fantastic. I don't have the time to do that again. Unfortunately. Uh, I grew up a, an Xbox dude. Uh, well, actually, NES. I'll say NES first. My older brother picked up a PlayStation, so I did play, state, did play PlayStation. That sounds fucking awkward. A double and double um, fucking And Final Fantasy seven and a bunch of games on there. More Mega Man's on there. And I picked up an Xbox, an Xbox 360. All those. So I'm more of an Xbox guy. So Halo first-person shooters I can fucking do. Uh, Call of Duty's on PC is dope but hard, but more of the classic ones, a lot fucking harder. I know you guys are thinking he's going off on a tangent. I'm an old dude. So one of the games I grew up with, also played on PC, sounds weird, is Prince of Persia. Now, Prince of Persia is a weird... uh, Okay, look, it deals with time and um you gain abilities so i love these games this one dropped geez fuck me about two months ago and i from my office i won a 25 dollar gift card to target um i had a five dollar gift card on top of that in my wallet and all the target credits i had like for all my purchases i've made throughout the year i got an extra x amount off it i got this game the newest one uh, prince of persia the lost crown for 11 fucking bucks i'm a fan of this franchise so anyone that has heard of the movie i guess or video games assassin creed assassin's creed this is the precursor to assassin's creed now not to knock any of their assassin's creed games i have played them these are the ones i grew up with though these this is my wheelhouse the the prince of persia games and um the warrior within and the two crowns and uh, the sands of time like those are my fucking games and i love them playing this one holy shit it takes me back to me being a fucking kid again like it really does and they are legit uh the best they're labeled as metroidvania games the premise of the game is you're completely side scrollers. So linear, just crossing page by page of, of the, the map for the most part. It's not 3D. The graphics are killer. The graphics are great, but you can't move in a 360 degree motion. So, Call of Duty, Halo, any of those shooters, Modern Warfare, you can't move around the game. Everyone's playing all the kids. Um, it's not like that so it's a side scroller so very old school game and the way you progress through the game and for this is you get to a pot a part of the game you get to the pot too you get to a part of the game where you are stuck and you look around like fuck me like there's no way i can get past this certain area and you have to backtrack and once you you go across the map you gain new abilities and these abilities allow you to get into certain spots that you were unable to get to prior it's just a cool fucking game but the old school games i grew up with and that i love so I went to monday night raw last week and it was fucking dope and i haven't been since i was a fucking kid so that was monday called out sick from the second job so sorry guys and they were aware where i was at some of them and tuesday wednesday thursday both jobs again when i got home tuesday through fucking friday it was like fuck dude oh you gotta read like you gotta work on the fucking show and zero work was put into the show two days out of the week maybe three i'll even say i got home and i'm like dude i'm fucking beat i'm fucking tired. I'm amped as far as energy in a weird way. Like, am I going to go work out that late at 11.15? No. Um, I can read and sit down and read, but I've seen screens so many times throughout the day where I'm like, no. And it's like, fucking, what do you want to get lost in, Josias? And it's like, you know, fuck it. Toss on your fucking game that you don't have time to play anymore. You just bought it. This game just dropped. This game has just got released. Enjoy fucking something you want to fucking enjoy. And that's the fucking story. This game right now, I'm loving. I'm not a gamer, I'm a casual gamer and I'm loving the fuck out of this game, it feels so old school, the graphics are great, the abilities I'm gaining, the monsters are fucking fighting, everything, all the big bads are, are gnarly and dope, and ginormous fucking creatures that you should not fucking, I don't know, I'm enjoying it, like that's it, and every time I come across a piece of the map, And keep, uh, you know, walking my, walking and working my way through, through the areas. When I finally get the map, I'm like, holy shit, this map is fucking huge just for this small section that I came across. So, um, that's it, dude. That's, that's it, guys. I wanted to be honest with you. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with me enjoying something I love, especially something I never allow myself to do, play, and or enjoy anymore is just fucking video games and throwback video games like with what I grew up with is fun and I've been enjoying it dude and and yeah so it's a metroidvania game and that's that's pretty much what type of game it is I'm enjoying it Josh I know you don't listen to the show I've been wanting to fucking talk to you about this fucking game because we normally talk about games and you and I are probably the most similar in video games especially when I tell you about the retro games that I like all right um one more time shout out to the comics and DS podcast with adam garza uh, hector cornejo and ben davis they're a great fucking show they're great guys please find them follow them Um of course the shout outs got dropped already i dropped that and after telling you guys a story of what happened this week uh yesterday cleaned up the apartment uh and it was elimination chamber fucking weekend and um, watched that after cleaning up the, the apartment, so got to enjoy that. Had a great time, and even then, it's like, oh, let's just sit down and enjoy yourself. Did not have time to work on the show until last night, till late, late last night, for the most part. And I hate fucking doing this. I sound like fucking so fucking I'm off the fucking wall. Is because I was going to put this show again on hold. And I need you guys to tell me right now, fuck Josias, this is boring. <laughs> you should have held off one week till you put out a better show. So on the driveway, on the drive back from from my sister's house, I'm like, fuck dude, do you wanna record or do you just wanna put out that old episode? And I kept thinking to myself, fuck it, dude. Like you have nothing, Josias. Like you have zero things to talk about. Like just put a fork in this week, dude. Like just take the the weekend off and put out a past. And then the Josias in me said, no, fuck that. I have nothing to work with. I have zero things. You've worked on the show. Zero percent at all. You have enough. Like, and this is the show you guys have now. Brings me to question of the week. And this one also thought about on the way over this is going to make sense if you guys listen to the second half of the show. I know you guys aren't into pop culture, but this is a pop culture show. If you guys are still on board, question of the week this week: What would your imprint be? And I know that sounds weird; it kind of, kind of sounds vague. And I am going to have it make more sense right now. What would your imprint be? Okay, so what would your logo or or imprint be? So when I first recorded the first episode of the comic syndicate with Adam episode number one no one's gonna hear I still have it banked up I have it locked away in a bomb shelter because no one needs to fucking hear that shit should have deleted it I still have it no one has heard it actually a lot of people have heard it but we pulled that episode because it was that fucking bad at the end of the show we give our peace outs and that's when I started peace out and um when I said goodbye and you're listening to the comic syndicate and Adam just looks at me as we're recording and he got that glint in his eye, like, holy shit, that's the name of the show. We never thought to throw out the name of the show. Like we, for some reason, let's put out an episode, a, a, a pilot episode and let's just wing it, which we did. And we did review and we did destroy a lot of things. And um, for me to come up off of the top of my head with the comic syndicate, that's one of my imprints. I own that now. Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes, I own that. Um, The Audio Chronicles, I own all these. What would your imprint be? I know it sounds fucking weird. It sounds fucking vague, and it's going to make more sense, even way more cornier. But all right, give me guys, give me guys a few. I'll be right back with some comic talk. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. I'm writing All-Star Batman uh, this year, and you're listening to the Comic Syndicate. I'm Mitch Gerards, the artist of Sheriff of Babylon. I'm Tom King, the writer of Sheriff of Babylon, and you're listening to the Comic Syndicate. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to the Comics Syndicate. Hi, my name is Brian Bucciolato, and I listen to the Comics Syndicate. Hi, this is Chris Michelle, we're hanging out here at Frank and Sons, and we're having a good time on a Sunday or Saturday afternoon, and uh, you're listening to me live on the Comics Syndicate. Hi, this is Brian Michael Bendis, and you are listening to the Comics Syndicate. Comic Talk. All right, guys, welcome to some comic talk. I actually have comic news this time. Um, It's going to be a quick run through. Okay, so I'm, I'm a movie guy. I'm a film guy. I am that person, but I don't know names of... Look, I'm not a TV watcher as much anymore. But this one is Stephen Yoon exits Marvel's Thunderbolts movie. Stephen Yoon, who was set up to play the Sentry, has dropped out of Marvel's Thunderbolts movie in early 2023. It was reported that Stephen Yoon would be making his debut in the Marvel Comics Cinematic Universe with a role in Thunderbolts. So he was supposed to be Sentry. And for those of you guys who don't know who Sentry is, he is a Superman-type uh, character a god for the most part and most of those abilities anyways um so that's it dude i know i wanted to hit that and i've had it here for the longest fucking time never fucking hit it i don't know who this fucking dude is i know who sentry is as a marvel character is but i don't know the actor so if any of you guys have seen him he's no longer there so i guess i don't know if that's good or bad Next one's going to be Star Wars, The Mandalorian, Grogu movie announced by – and John Favreau will direct. I know by this point everyone knows about that. But um, yeah. All right. Comic reviews. This is going to be a quick show, guys. All right. Let's hit it. Um, This one is interesting. So first of all, the comic book publishing is going to be massive. Now, I've never heard of massive before. So this first – actually, both of these titles are going to be massive that's it. Um, and I know that the writer slash artist of this particular one, he, crowd, he crowdfunded this particular project. So it's probably his own imprint. Now, we're kind of ballsy when you can crowdsource, crowdfund your own work, especially something that I really fucking enjoyed. Um, and I'm going to hit the question of the week coming up soon so anyways the name of the title is going to be Zoral, man of the dead number one through number two sean gordon murphy is the writer and the artist and let me start there real quick sean gordon murphy normally by trade is just an artist and i love his fucking art like i love his fucking art when artist can be even more creative and like i can write my own story and draw my my vision Is fucking dope to see. Um, Simon Goh is the colorist. DC Hopkins is the letterist. So this one starts in La Vega, Mexico. Mexico. Starts off with a celebration for the story of Zorro. As the townspeople are putting on a show for the city. Um, And it's just, it looks like it's Zorro literally fucking fighting a villain. And it's just a celebration, celebrating, again, Zorro. And as this this show is going on, the cartel happens to show up, uh, ran by a man named El Rojo, so uh, the red shows up, and he starts demanding money and and crops, for the most part, for the town from the townspeople, especially the um, the priest, I guess, of this this this, this city. And, um, once this happens, he, oh man, dude, fucking gets so gnarly. so quick. Um, so the actor playing Zorro has his sword and he's just a fucking actor, but he's a swordsman. Like the quick dialogue is, is great. And the interaction. So we get, he, he is a swordsman, but the dude, El Rojo pulls out his own blade and fucking slices his throat. Now we see the people celebrating the myth and the legend of this Zorro character, like fighting, um, um, amongst the greed, fighting the greed of the city, you know, and it's, this dude dies. That's playing Zorro. The sad thing about this, this story is, uh, the man, the actor that was playing Zorro, his daughter and his son were there, watching him perform and watch their dad get murdered the dad dies the the little boy is wearing a zorro outfit like he wants to be his dad and the girl runs off just runs away from the city so anyways um the story then jumps to 20 years later and what has happened and what has transpired so diego is the name of the little boy that was dressed as zorro dressed as his dad and Rosa is the name of of the little girl. So 20 later, 20 years later, Rosa is now a getaway driver, uh, in a sick ass fucking car. And she's now working for the fucking cartel, the exact fucking cartel that killed her fucking dad. So because operations have changed because the D A D E A DEA is watching over and watching Um, the cartel, this particular cartel now, um, they have to change their operations now and they need a getaway driver. And the only person they know best driver they have is the girl. Now that's an adult now is Rosa and, um, very cool. The arts fucking dope. And, um, just very cool to see the action, um, gritty art, very cool. Um, very funny to see, um, the Zoro interactions. So this girl, Rosa is living in the, in La, La Mesa still. I'm a mesa. And she, um, she asked, um, the, the minister, the pastor of, of the church, how's my brother doing? He still hasn't spoken since the incident. So this kid, the younger brother watched his dad die and just can't talk anymore and now she's working for whatever she's working for the cartel as a getaway driver and um something happens towards the end of the first issue where they go try to kill uh, they go to the church where the young brother is at now where diego is at and they try to bully the the minister or the pastor like all right, dude, we're going to need to use your church and build some underground fucking tunnels so we can fucking get this shit. And the minister, the pastor says straight up, that was never part of the deal. The town, yes, but you can corrupt the town, you can corrupt the city, but this is a, this is a fucking clean place. So no, this is not somewhere for you. Um, shit goes down, they end up killing the fucking minister and the kid Diego that has also learned how to sword fight, become a swordsman because of this minister. Now goes to fucking work and it's fucking cool. Um, It's just funny. I was going to say funny earlier, but it is funny to see the interactions once he does Zoro out because once he picks up the sword and the the pastor says like, this was going to be the sword I was going to give your dad, he got really good. You're really good now too, but I mean, since he's like, you're the next person that needs this sword. So anyways, this kid Diego picks up the sword about 20 years old now. And once he picks up the sword, he gets this fucking glint in his eye like like Adam. And um, he goes to fucking work. And the way he interacts as Zorro now is fucking funny because it's almost like he's from... Oh my god, the legend of Zorro as far as uh the time. So he's like, What is what is this contraption? This mechanical contraption, and it's a fucking car. It's fucking funny. But the art, it's gritty and it's violent, and it's fucking cool. That was issue number one. Issue number two, he now has his horse tornado. And again, I always love Sean Gordon Murphy's throwbacks. Um in his splash pages and his artwork. There's one where We see Diego finally caught up with his sister, and they're kind of estranged now as adults. They know who each other is, and she's tripping out like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you talking like that, guy? And he's like, no need to worry. We must put on our display and fucking destroy the fucking... Like, fucking weird, but fucking funny. And um, it's just cool to see that interaction as adults, as grown-ups, and funny and it's violent, and it's cool, and the art is beautiful, and I say splash pages. Um, If you guys don't know this guy's art, Sean Gordon Murphy, type in Batman the White Knight. This is that artist, and his vision, his style is interesting, and he's a muscle car fan. Like, he's a legit muscle car fan, so he implements his love for muscle cars in his art in a lot of a lot of his art and a lot of his titles, everything, it, it just looks dope. You can tell he's a fan. You can tell he's passionate about it as, as well as, you know, his art, obviously. But we see a souped-up elf fucking Camino. Like, with big fucking tires, and it's like, fuck, that looks fucking sick. But I'm a car guy, too. I'm a nerd in a weird way. Those are the only two fucking titles I fucking read this week. Now, Jumping back to questions. Now, first of all, find these fucking titles. If you guys cannot find these titles anywhere, hit me up. Please hit me up. I can send you a link to, like, read this. It's cool. I love the story of Zorro. And even more bizarre than that, the stupid link is when Bruce Wayne's parents died. Um, It was Bruce Wayne's call after his parents are home tired it's like can we go to the movies can we go to the theater no kid we're fucking tired please can you guys take me to go watch a movie all right fuck it kid we love you what do you want to watch the newest Zorro movie so when his when bruce wayne's parents died that's the movie they went to go see weird connection but i loved it and this the way this is told is interesting where i haven't read it i'm a Zorro fan like I'm not a huge Zorro fan, but I'm a fan of Zorro, and I'm a fan of um, Robin Hood, and it's the same fucking thing. And it's very interesting to to see that and to read it again in in a weird way, in a new way that I have never seen it before. So, book of the week. Be- because of this, what the fuck is your gonna is your question of the week gonna be, Josias? And it's simply gonna be this again. What would your imprint be? So he crowdfunded, Sean Gordon Murphy crowdfunded, crowdsourced this project. He could have probably gone to Image Comics, and if Image Comics told him no, that sucks. Uh, There's no way Marvel or DC would have let him or allow him to do a project like this unless he would have fit so many ins and outs to the process of all this. And i was looking for i'm like this is an image comics title right and no it just said massive i never heard of massive before any of my comic book listeners proper have you guys heard of massive and what else and i didn't do again i didn't do the work to look up like who the fuck what else has massive put out and i thought okay well since he crowdfunded that has to be his own imprint he created on his own and that's the question guys What would your guys' imprint be? Now, yes, when I say I own the Comic Syndicate, I own Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes, and I own own the Audio Chronicles. When I say that, I legit mean I own them. I purchased them. Um, I figured, well, fuck it, dude. It needs to belong to me. I had the foresight way back then to, to purchase the domains, and I own them. So if a big studio ever wanted to steal anything from it, or if anything wanted anybody wanted to call themselves deep dives and rabbit holes would would be mine. I fucking own it. So pay me money. Like it sounds terrible, but honestly, I had the foresight to understand and know, like, no, this is my project. This is all of my hard work. Same thing with Comic Syndicate. Own that. The imprint though, a weird one that, that my one of my best friends, Daniel and I had created a long time ago. And you guys have heard his name before. And I love dude. And um, when I met him, he was a huge, he still is a huge Led Zeppelin fan. I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan because of this guy. Um, He liked, you know, he loved Soundgarden. That was our middle ground. We both loved Soundgarden. And um, I got him into Alice in Chains. He got me into Led Zeppelin. And I I love just these three bands in general. So one day, we we used to play guitar a lot. And he's like, all right, so what's the name of our band? And not that we had a fucking band. We would just jam together. And the, the thing we came up with was Lead Garden. And so now in the past, you guys have heard, I'm recording now from Lead Garden Studios. Like that's an imprint. I know it sounds weird and corny. Um and when I was wrestling in high school, I had the Quad. Like that was the name of our fucking group of fucking badass motherfuckers. What's your imprint as cheesy as corny as it is? Just share it with me. That's it. This is the show where I had nothing to work with. Hopefully I was able to create something. Um tell me if I did a bad job. Please tell me I did a bad job. Um, uh, but I did a, a job and I know I can create. This is winging it. This is what winging it feels like. This is what, when you have nothing, this is what I'm able to do. Um, alright guys, you guys rock. I love you. I will guy, I will catch you guys next week. I can't do, I keep doing that. I'll catch you guys next week. Peace out.